Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Hey gang, welcome back to the Trading Coach Podcast. As always, I'm your host, Akil Stokes. In today's episode, we are going to talk about the ever so delicate balance between making as much money as possible and also keeping your sanity, right? Why is keeping your sanity important? Well, because if you can't keep your sanity, you can't keep your profit. So enjoy the conversation. And as always, make sure you subscribe to the podcast and please leave me a rating and review if you have the time. Or do you want to kind of look for the bigger moves with these breakouts? And that's an overall philosophy question for you guys with trading. Am I going to be more of like a buy and hold type person where I get into trades and I kind of hold for the... It's basically like the difference between being a trend continuation trader and a counter trend trader. Where a counter trend trader, we're looking to be in and out of the market rather quickly, right? We're looking to get in and like, hey, quick reversal, quick little area of relief, then boom, get out. Trend continuation trader, they're looking to catch that extension where, hey, I'm looking to get in. I'm looking to ride this thing for a little bit. Pros and cons to both. But the question is, which one do you want to be? And, I, and that's going to be the biggest dilemma if, if you're going to, in many strategies, but specifically if you do something like this and you're not using like a, a bigger directional bias, is how do I want to handle this situation? Do I want to look to be in and out quickly and gather a bunch of small wins, but have to maybe look at a few big wins and leave them on the table? Or do I want to put myself in position to catch those big wins but understand that there's going to be a lot of kind of small moves that I can't profit off of or do you find the middle ground where you do a little bit of both where you use multiple targets and you take a conservative target off and then you keep one on just in case now in those cases there's pros and cons of that as well you can kind of catch the best of both worlds because you can catch that small win, but also you you still have some skin in the game for the big win. But on the times where you get that small win, then it comes back up to stop you out. You've only taken half profit off instead of a full position. George says, I am done with trying to catch those big wins. I'd rather look for in and out. Now, let me ask you this, George. Why, why, why do you say you're done just from just... I know why, but just so our other traders can hear it from someone with experience. And, and again, this is just George's opinion, not a good thing or a bad thing. But I'm just, I always like hearing why you're done with it. Because I, I think it's very interesting how, again, all traders are different. There, there's no wrong or right philosophy at all. But I, I, I do find it interesting how traders change, how, how a lot of traders change the more time they spend in trading. In, in, in many different ways, it, it is very interesting. If you, if you speak to a lot, of, a lot of traders that have made it over the three-year mark, five-year mark, 10-year mark, I, I love talking with, um, I guess, peers, I guess you would say, um, of mine, who, whose mindset has changed drastically over the years. Like, and, and a good example is this. I think we all start off by like, hey, I want to be a 90% trader. 
no, 90%, I want to be a 95% trader, right? Where that's like our goal. And then like we slowly realize where it's like, nah, I think I'm, I'll be cool with like 80. And then it's like a year later, you know what? 75 would be is okay with me. And then like fast forward five years later, you're like I'm a 40% trader. Yeah, <laughs> right? You don't even care, right? So I think, I think that's a common thing with traders. You, you realize that you don't have to, nor do you want to win that much. Um, I don't know if you guys heard, I just put out a podcast past, uh, I think, Friday, talking about the negative side of winning too much and how, like, the the addiction of it and stuff like that. If you didn't get a chance, give that a listen. But that's one of the things that tends to change. I think another thing that tends to change with traders as we age and grow and become more experienced is that we tend to want less action. I think when we start off, we just want all the action. Like we're a, a kid in the candy shop. We got this new strategy, new strategies, and we got all this all this money for the first time. And we're like, I want to buy everything, right? I took my kid yesterday to a, um, he had a soccer tournament. We got shellacked um, by this team. He got a good goal though, which was good. Um, but they were selling these these soccer kits, these jerseys at a little stand. And like they had all like the alternative jerseys, like the fun ones and like of all the kids' favorite players. And I'm like, hey, you can pick one. And he just went like sugar high, ran over there and he's looking at everything. He's like, I want this, I got Messi, Ronaldo, oh, Mbappe, oh, Holland, oh, oh, this, oh, that. I'm like, hey man, like I'm not trying to be here for an hour. You got to pick one. And he's hummingbirding back and forth like, he didn't know what to do, right? So he's like a kid in the candy shop because he knew he was getting one. But he wanted all of them, right? So a lot of traders start like that. We want all this action. And then, like, again, fast fast forward three years, five years, ten years, right? Those are those are usually pretty good time stamps. Usually three years later, you're a consistently profitable trader. If you make it that long and you have a, a more realistic view of what's happening, five years, you're like a veteran trader. You're like, ah, this is boring now. And in ten years, like, you're just, it's second nature to you. But another one is like that, where it's like, in the beginning, you want the action. You want all the action. Like, I want to take 100 trades a day, right? You get older, you kind of want less. You're like, man, like, ah, if I'm in a trade, that means I got I to gotta manage this thing and I got to record it. Like, let me just get a couple good ones, right? It's, it's really a, a, a quality over quantity type of thing. So that's another thing that changes. Um, going back to the main question was, you know, uh, again, you know, going back to the big win or the small win. George said, I'm over wanting to catch those big wins. I'd rather look for small in and out. He says, one of the main reasons was I could not handle it. I could not handle going for like 300 pips in my favor before giving it all back. For me, that was a big thing. I, I traded a trend continuation strategy before where it would capture those big wins. And I was all like seduced by the 600 pip winner in testing, right? I'd see like a couple of those 600, like thousand pip wins and it would it would seduce me like a siren, right? Dragging me into this island. And I'd be like, oh, I want it, I want it, I want it. I love it, I love it, I love it, right? And then like in real life, man, there was so much pain. There were so many shipwrecks on the way getting to that island that it was it was hard. I'd, 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 they'd, they'd bring me in and they'd spit me back out and give me nothing, right? Over and over again. And it was very difficult for me personally to mentally handle being up like 300 pips, like George said. And then getting out for like loss or getting out for break even. And then like you, you, you tease me long enough, right? I start to cheat. And then of course, when I start to cheat, that's where the actual 600 pip win comes. And I'm sitting there with 100 pips in my pocket, excited until I see that it's gone up 600. And I'm like, mother, boop, right? Cursing out the thing. So it was this, this emotional tug 
that I wasn't really good at. We just had an example of a higher high, higher close inside bar on the, the Euro Yen we spoke about earlier. Um, higher high, higher close just became official. Um, Cherry says, for me, in and out, because with the big wins, there's a big roller coaster of emotions. Yeah, it's more tugs, right? We, if you think about you know, trading, we, we think about it as a game of numbers and math and formulas and, and whatnot, reading and evaluating the market. It really is a game of managing emotions. Trading is, is really a game of how many times can I be teased and stand my ground? It's like a game of chicken. I, I think being in trading is like being in a game of chicken. It, it is like you standing in the middle. It's the running of the bulls. You're standing in the middle and someone tells you that, hey, you put this like little, I don't know what bulls are afraid of, but you put this like little garlic thing around you, right? <laughs> and I promise that you'll be protected. Just, But just stand there, right? And the bulls are coming at you and like the first one that comes at you, you're scared, you're scared, you're scared, you're scared. And then it, it goes right around you and you're like, whew. Then the next one comes and you're scared, you're scared, scared, it goes right around you, right? You can only take that so many times before like you freak out. And the more I trade, the more I understand trading is just, it, 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 is, it is the market just trying to give you as much torture and as pain as possible to make you earn your profit. And that's why I don't watch charts when I'm in trades. I, I got to get away. So it is an emotional roller coaster seeing who is, who is brave enough to handle it. So yeah, I'm, I'm with you on that as well, Cherry. Um, Dennis says, my targets have also moved from the big wins to the smaller ones. Um, I, found, I found the longer I am in my trade, my discipline starts acting up. I start tinkering to project wins to my consistent emotion. Yeah, and, and what's the common theme here, right? It's, it's all emotions. It is, it is, it is, it is all emotions. George said also made me break my rules um, as I wanted to take targets earlier and made me start doubting my ability. Yep, it is all emotions. And when creating a strategy or, or when we always talk about finding your philosophy on the markets, it's, it's not it, it, another shift that we make, right? We start off by thinking, I want the strategy that's going to make me the most money. But what we understand is that the strategy that makes us the most money can only make us the most money if we have the ability to execute that strategy, right? The best strategy in the world will produce a loss if someone keeps sabotaging it. Our job is to find that balance, right? We want to find a strategy that produces money and profit, but it also needs to be something that we know we can actually do. We know we can actually execute it. You know, I, I just finished watching um, Better Call Saul the other day on, on my trip. I got to finish it. Not really happy with how it ended, by the way. I don't know if you guys have ever saw it. It's, it's, uh, I think I felt like the last like five episodes were kind of just like put together. But that's a story for another day. But one of the things that was happening is that, you know, Saul is this con man and are doing all these, these things. And, and they get greedy. The, 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 one of the reasons he gets caught is because the balance shifts. He used to kept, keep a very good balance of like, hey, I'm doing this bad stuff, but I'm only doing it to certain people are doing it in a certain way. And, and it becomes greed. It's just like, okay, I'm just doing everything to get the money. I just want to get as much money as possible now. And it gets sloppy and they, they get caught because he got greedy. And that's, how, that's, that's what happens to most bank robbers as well. I actually heard a weird stat years ago that said 
Um, most bank robbers, maybe not most, but a, a high percentage of bank robbers that get caught, they don't get caught on their first attempt. They get caught on their second or third attempt. They probably get overconfident. They probably get greedy, right? Something, something changes. So yeah, that, that's a big thing. We need to, we need to find that balance between, hey, this makes us money, but it's also something that I know I can emotionally deal with. Understanding that if I can't emotionally deal with it, I'll never be in the position to make the money anyway. So what's the point? Hope you enjoyed the episode, guys. Hey, if you're interested in learning how to trade and starting your journey, no better place to start than our website, www.tier1trading.com. We take on traders of all levels. So if you are brand spanking new or maybe you're experienced and just stuck, check it out, www.tier1trading.com. I recommend the 14-day risk-free trial membership. That way you can sample what we have to offer and make sure that we're the right fit before making any type of commitment.